0: This
1: is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to CliffCentral.com. You're listening to In Conference with Michael Jackson. I'm the man who is a professional speaker on Change, travels the world. I've done about two and a half thousand events. The people I meet across the planet, we figured here at Cliff Central that you'd want to meet them as well. They're some of the most interesting folks on the planet. And what's really intriguing about this episode of the show is today is just a lady who I absolutely adore. Her name is Celine Erasmus. I've seen her on stage around the world she's written books she is just they say dynamite comes in small packages she's short she's gorgeous she's cute she's the ultimate description of that and she's an absolute expert in her field um which is all about energy wellness and health something i guess we all need a lot more of joining us from her home on skype now for this program celine it's lovely to have you with us
0: Thank you, Michael, and hello to the listeners.
1: It's a a real pleasure having you. I mean, you are a ball of energy. You travel the globe nonstop. I kind of see you as this kind of little neutron running around the planet, energizing people. You talk on stage. You're a book author. Where did all this come from? Who is the real Selina Rasmus?
0: Thank you, Michael. Well, it initially started with a love for wanting to help people feel healthier. So I qualified as a registered dietitian 15 years ago but got a bit disillusioned in private practice as a dietitian because I was only seeing people that were already ill, so already battling with weight or perhaps diabetic. And so over 10 years ago, I started speaking professionally and trying to encourage people to shift their behavior in a practical, sustainable way that could help them not only be resilient and have more energy, but also maybe prevent getting any of those conditions like diabetes or or heart disease or gaining too much weight before it's too late.
1: Do you feel that you're making a massive difference in that regard?
0: Absolutely. I think almost on a daily basis, I get wonderful stories and feedback from people whose lives have changed by making simple changes. Because today, this is a topic that is no longer nice to have. And I know you agree. It's something that we have to be talking about because most of us are stress-poor and time-poor and stress-rich, and that is affecting
1: our lifestyles. Without a shadow of doubt, I mean, you know, you've mentioned the conferencing space where we first met each other anyway. I mean, look at the food they serve at conferences, just to pick up on one small point. You know, the, the way they load people into a darkened room and shove information at them. I'm working on a thing called Build a Better Conference, a whole plan. And obviously, dietitian stuff, nutrition you know, not feeding people dull muffins and starches and all that kind of stuff at conferences could also make a major difference to the way that people engage. I mean, you see this happening not only in the conferencing arena, but all across the planet as well, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we know that what you decide to put at the end of your fork and into your mouth now will have a direct impact, not only on your physical energy in an hour or two's time, but on your mental and emotional well-being. So, Denny gets in a room having to concentrate for four hours, maybe eight hours if they're there for a whole day, their brain, especially the prefrontal cortex, the front part of the brain, which is involved with concentration, memory, short-term focus, creative thought, That doesn't work so well when your blood sugar is fluctuating all over the show because you've had pastries for breakfast and maybe some kind of bread-based lunch.
1: I mean, we could could bring that out of the conferencing industry into most office space environment as well for people who are listening to us live now. If you're at work, you know, what have you had for lunch? What are you having for breakfast? What are you going to do for dinner? We are so, as you say, time poor and stress rich that we get to the situation where junk has become the order of the day. Junk in, don't expect any good results out of it. Is that your theory?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think if there are any organizational leaders less listening, that they also think about if they're expecting high performance from their teams. And we know that today it's challenging and that's exactly what we need. We need people who can perform better. But working longer, harder, harder is not the solution. We need to be working smarter. And you can't expect your staff to be delivering at that kind of level and then just serving biscuits in the boardroom. We need to be looking at how we can change the environment that our staff are working in to help them manage fatigue and resilience, and sustain high performance.
1: Now, you've got a business called the Resilient Energy Center. It's a dot-com. Um, I know that you go and consult all around the world. Uh, what is Resilient Energy Center all about?
0: Resilient Energy Center was started with myself and a human behaviorist, who I know that you know well, Joni Peddy. I do,
1: indeed. Nice and we, lady.
0: And we started the Resilient Energy Center because that's what our delegates and clients and colleagues, friends and family were telling us. They were using words like, we're feeling exhausted, we're burnt out, we can't bounce back, there's, there's too much to keep this work-life balance going. And so we put together the work that we've been doing for about six or seven years, launched a book, launched the business, and now under Resilient Energy Center, we have various brands, and the one that we're focusing on on driving at the moment is the FAB quotient.
1: FAB so, as in F-A-B?
0: Yes, the and f- that is an acronym for Fuel activate and behave, which are the three components that you need in place if you want to feel energetic and perform at a high level.
1: So you've got to fuel yourself, you've got to activate yourself and you've got to behave differently. Is that the key message?
0: Absolutely. And it's what we've seen is that individually you don't get the same effect. So I know a lot of People who eat correctly, but they maybe don't exercise. I know people who exercise, but they may be overweight. There are executives that I work with that have high IQ, high EQ, but they don't look at their diet, so their health is in shambles. But when you put those three components together, you get what what I call the emergence effect, where the components together create more than the items on their own. So
1: one plus one plus one, in this case, is a lot more than three. So the fuel you have, the way you activate yourself and the way you behave, those three are wrapped up in sequence. Um, I mean, if you use me as an example, Celine, I'm I'm very poor at all these things, really, aren't I?
0: But Michael, I know that you've had periods of time where your fab quotient has been high, and you have felt remarkably good
1: for it. It's just hard to do on a regular basis, right?
0: It is hard when we try and change too much at once. I agree, and we do that. So many of the people I work with, they are they give up their health while building wealth. And we know that no amount of wealth can buy back good health. And then when we try and look at our health, we do too much at once. So we set ourselves up for failure, not success. And so the Fab Quotient really drives home the message that you need to do small things, tiny things consistently, so that you don't overwhelm yourself and end up just not doing anything at all or immobilized.
1: So simple baby steps. I hear it and I'm kind of going, yeah, I know all this makes sense. It's so bloody hard to do, Celine.
0: Help. And so, Michael, to help you, the Resilient Energy Center, that's why we've we've not only written book one and book two and three will be coming out in two thousand and sixteen, but we've also got an online academy. So five minute videos that are quirky, that have a strong call to action. We've got technology to support this. So we've got an online app. So the app can nudge you towards daily good behaviors. It can help give you a score of your current habits. And of course, I love speaking. So the more people I can engage with, the more people we can get to use and understand the fab quotient, the more as, well, literally as a nation, we can increase productivity. It's not just about personally feeling better. Yeah. It's really about getting more done in less time.
1: So this stuff, really, all the resources at the resilientenergycenter.com.
0: Yes, and center is spelled in the American way, so it ends in T-E-R, not T-R-E.
1: Resilient Energy Center, which is C-E-N-T-E-R dot com. Now, when I first met you, Celine, you had something on stage that held my attention remarkably. You stood up and you showed something, I think if I remember correctly, it was called a wellculator.
0: Yes, what a good memory. Michael, the wellculator is still part of our framework. In fact, the wellculator is the name of the the mobile application that we've designed. So the Welculator is a an interactive quick assessment. It gives you a very good indication of your risk for not only dis ease, but also your risk in terms of energy and lack of resilience. And what we do is we offer the Wellculator not only as a face-to-face intervention like what you saw with me on the platform, yes, but also as part of a technology solution and social media campaign. And that's what we take into organizations.
1: And this goes back then into those simplistic things where you change small incremental bits of your behavior. Because if I remember correctly, and this was something I went home and discussed with Carol, my wife, it was kind of like, Wow. You had 10 things, if I remember, on the WellCulator, and you asked people to score against 10 points how many they achieved. What was the average score, and what were the kind of things you were asking people?
0: The average score was, shockingly, 3 out of 10. So despite these things not being rocket science, so we're looking at basic habits that drive well-being and health and longevity, such as do you eat regular meals? Do you have balanced meals? Are you eating enough color in your diet? So do you eat enough fresh produce? Are you hydrating correctly? Are you moving often? Are you aware of how much sleep and the quality of sleep that you get and exercise? Are you careful about, you know, not smoking and not taking the wrong kind of things in in terms of junk foods? And yeah, when we ask people those questions, and even today when we do the well assessment in organizations, uh, we can see that people are not well. They don't have time. They're too stressed. And the first thing that gets compromised is uh, good habits, like the way you eat, the way you move, the
1: way you rest. Wow. You're saying to me that people are scoring three out of ten very basic things. Is that on average across South Africa, across the world?
0: I do a lot of work in the U.K., and I've done some work in the Middle East. I'm seeing exactly the same trend.
1: Now, what do you need to be to be better, then? If you're going to fuel, activate, and behave better, to hit your fab quotient, if I'm scoring a miserable three out of ten on the basic things you've just talked about now, I mean, you know, you've said make small baby steps. Would I be feeling better if I could hit four rather than five?
0: Absolutely, and that's what we encourage people to do: is to make one little shift. You may not feel remarkably different if your score on the Well Calculator just went up really a small amount, but what we see over time is a is a um, cumulative effect. So that's you know that proverbial snowball effect, where mm. it's, it's not just about feeling better; it's also about feeling feeling empowered and when you say, look, I'm going to do this one thing today. So I'm going to go for a walk for 10 minutes during my lunch break. And you get that right. That makes you feel good.
1: As long as you're not walking to the KFC. (laughs)
0: Exactly. But, If you reach that goal, you're motivated. And rather than saying, I'm going to go to the gym and spin at five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to drink lots of water and I'm not going to have any more carbohydrates and I'm just going to cut out my coffee and all my alcohol, that is not sustainable. And we all want to have fun on this journey of life, whether whether we're trying to manage our health or not. And I think that's important to not lose track of that pleasure principle that they speak about when we look at people like the French, the Spanish The, a lot of the continentals, they are, they eat well, they drink alcohol, they have a good time, but they're generally healthy and they live longer. So you
1: can have a life. That's what you're saying.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. I think, I think what people need is to be nudged. They need clever messages that get through all the clutter because we're so bombarded with everything. And we need to be informed in a creative way, which is why as a professional speaker, I love doing the work that I do. And you know, when you get the right speaker with the right audience at the right time, you can create huge, significant behavior shift.
1: I know that. And you do a massively superb job at that. Celine, time is against us. The welculator thing is, I think, something people can hook into straight away. Can they find that at resilientenergycenter.com as well?
0: The Welculator at the moment is part of our corporate organizational offering. So it's not a retail app because as a standalone product, we haven't launched it like that as yet, but they can contact me. They can get information about our book, about the academy, and find us on social media by going to the website. Yes.
1: All right. That is fantastic. Resilient Energy Center, spelt the American way, C E N T E R.com. I mean, I'm feeling energized already after a 15 minute discussion with you, damn it. I want to go and improve myself. I want to make it better. Small baby steps, not large ones.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Michael.
1: And the book itself, just very briefly, the uh, the FAB Quotient, your fab book. How's it doing since you launched it a couple of months ago?
0: It's exceeded our expectations. The response has been overwhelming. And um, yeah, we've, we've sold many more copies than what we anticipated. For me, Michael, it's great to sell the book. But what I want to do is sell behavior change. So when a person buys the book, they buy into the philosophy. We like to stay in touch with people. We've got great partners and reward and loyalty system in place. And we just want to walk this journey. And My vision, mine and Joni's vision, is that every South African, even every person on this planet, understands the FAB quotient as well as they understand other quotients
1: like IQ and EQ. You've been listening to the words of Celine Erasmus. Go and Google the Fab Quotient. Fuel, activate, and behave yourself a little bit better. Who knows? We could all be living longer and listening to Cliff Central even longer as well. Celine, time is against us, as always. A real pleasure talking to you. I look forward to seeing you, though, on stage and reading your book very, very soon. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. That was Selina Erasmus. You've been listening to In Conference with me, Michael Jackson, right here on your favorite podcast platform. We'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for being with us. This, this is Cliff Central Revolution.
0: I've got something important to tell you.